Greetings. Welcome to Space Court. Obviously, two weeks ago, I think both of us were at a, like, a very different place than we are now. Specifically on the astrological plane, like, what's developed for you? What's come up? What have you found? What haven't you found? What do you feel? All the things. To be honest, I've been getting back into school these last two weeks, so that's been my main focus. You know what I do notice more than anything is my skepticism about astrology has grown. It's full moon, bitch. Space cord, space cord. And I just wanna dance with you. Space cord, space cord. Space cord, space cord. Space cord. We invite you to join us on this voyage of exploration. As we discuss this full moon in January 2021. A couple weeks ago, we were texting and we were trying to dig a bit more into this astrology and where, and I was trying to dig into where Western even came from and, you know, Ptolemy and all that stuff. And I was like really looking into those books. And for whatever reason, when I was looking into those books, I just got this like intuitive feeling like, don't do this. <laughs> I mean, don't it wasn't, do this. Like, don't look into astrology, or don't look into the specific thing you were looking into. I took it to mean don't look into the specific thing that I was looking into, which was because I'm, and like the beginning right. of astrology. Yeah, and the um, you know the original um, system that mm. had come up, and like the books that he wrote on it, and digging into that stuff, and how all of these stars and all these other constellations have like the same energy, but it's secondary, and all you know all this mm. other stuff, which is extremely interesting stuff. But for whatever reason, I mean, and I've been looking into astrology like loosely for a couple of years now. I've never had that feeling. We would like to introduce you to. A bitch that is really struggling with Western astrology, and aims to sharpen her intuitive and psychic skills. Julie. Leo, or Cancer Sun. Scorpio, or Libra, or Virgo Moon. Definitely, Sagittarius Rising. These planetary positions are dependent on whether you subscribe to Western astrology, Vedic astrology, or astronomical placements. You know, I'm trying to trust my intuition more yeah, and yeah. listen more. And, you know, I feel like if I don't listen, then it's going to be like, well, all right, fuck you. I'm not going to tell you anything. <laughs> you know, sure. I have also been, I would say, discouraged is a word I want to use more than skepticism. My excitement level was at, I think, an all-time high, like right around mm -hmm. Christmas time. And then with the discovery that Western is not following constellations, there was like a severe decline slash confusion space that I entered. We would like to introduce you to a bitch that hopes to travel to Mars in the year 2033. Rachel. Cancer or Gemini Sun. Cancer, or Gemini Moon. Gemini, or Taurus Rising. These planetary positions are dependent on whether you subscribe to Western Astrology, Vedic Astrology, or Astronomical Placements.
I think what's surprising me even more so is that so many Western astrologers are not aware of the night sky or even like what they're talking about. And this Mm -hmm. is very interesting. You know, it's like such a blind faith. And I have a really Mm -hmm. hard time with blind faiths to some degree, because I think intuition actually kind of steps into that space. Like you are blindly trusting this like sensation or feeling or voice or whatever you want to call it that is within Mm -hmm. you. But when it comes to like these different dogmas without really understanding what it is, like this is strange to me. I brought it up with my archetype bitch and was telling her my experience of this confusion. And she was like, okay, well, this is a really big thing that is often confused and perhaps just not even articulated very well amongst people that are learning about the moon or astrology in general. But Western astrology does not follow the constellations, period. Mm -hmm. They follow signs and those are based on the seasons. So an Aries sign is actually not the same as the Aries constellation. And this is where a lot of confusion lies because obviously they're called the same thing and they're of the same shape and form with regards to, you know, the Aries sign is associated with the ram. Well, the Aries constellation is associated with the ram as well. So when she told me this, I was like, okay, well, that's helpful. You know, so like when you see something on the interwebs that is like, the sun is going into the Aries constellation. If a Western astrologer is saying that, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about because that's not actually true. What's happening is it's gone into the Aries sign and the sign is fixed. Western astrology is not following the constellations. It's following the signs and the seasons and the Gregorian calendar. And Mm -hmm. that will always hold true because these signs are associated with the archetypes and that will never change. And that's why Ophiuchus, for example, is not like a contender for Western astrology because it's not a sign, period. Yes, it's a constellation, but it's not a sign. Like there are 12 fixed signs and Vedic is following a constellation and that changes over time. Whereas Western is fixed and that remains the same. So over time, Vedic and Western are going to have severely different, I guess, profiles. Like right now we've talked about the difference in degrees and the fact that like, yes, you're a cancer sun or a Leo sun based on what system is pumping out your Vedic or your Western chart. But over time, yeah, you're going to be a Leo sun versus a Scorpio sun, you know, or something like way, way different because time has obviously shifted the constellations of the Vedic methodology. That was just an affirmation that I got over the past two weeks. And that's where I'm at. Yeah, dude, I just, I just don't know how I feel. (laughs) I really, I, uh, I don't know, as a conscious being, you know, that is at this age, like there are plenty of different facets to my personality now. This is, I think, what the problem is for people that look into science first or for science's proof Mm -hmm. is that something like this is so hard to run actual or get statistics on or uh, is so hard to quantify Mm -hmm. because a lot of these things just go off of personal experience and hearsay. And we we see what we want to see most of the time as humans. I I hear you on that. And with regards to like generalities and vague and statistics and science and being able to prove things, you know, especially Mm -hmm. when they're very, yeah, it's like ambiguous terminology a lot of the times, but I've had too many readings like of friends that I know, like I, I was testing say like before space court even started, I would be in Portland, for example. And I have Mm -hmm. friends that are not into astrology and I'd be like, what's your birth date, birth time, find out their information. And I'd say, say five minutes, go. I gave her probably a dozen. I was definitely going in with like the same 
lens of skepticism about these broad strokes. But I would give her such a variety of people where it was for them, like as vague as it was, like that wouldn't have applied to someone else. And I couldn't deny that. So the more Mm, that I kept having that, the more I kept thinking like, okay, maybe it's not 100%. There is something happening where she just has this information, which is the birth chart. And certainly she's tapping into her intuition as well, which I think really is the gift when it comes to translating or interpreting birth charts. And the fact that she could kind of, again, pick up on that patterning of like what the person needs to hear at that time for whatever reason, you know, that was super compelling. And again, even with my personal birth charts um, or synastries with people and like our relationship, Mm -hmm. I've had too many of those to ignore the fact that there is definitely something very real and very tangible Mm -hmm. about the energetics of the birth chart and the readings of those planetary alignments at that time. I mean, that doesn't mean again, that I'm like a diehard believer and this is the be all. (laughs) I really do appreciate the information, but it's not like my life is necessarily altered or changed as a result. However, I will say looking up this current full moon in January, which that's what I want to say now, instead of saying like full moon Leo or full moon cancer, I definitely want to say January. We are looking at two different systems that do identify with different either archetypes or constellations as their placement. But Stellarium, look up at the sky, you know, look at the sky. is kind of the be all end all with like, okay, where, where it actually is, you know. I am curious, do you know what Stellarium is saying right now, here and now for For this upcoming full moon? Yeah, so I took the the time and date that I was, that was given on, you know, um, almost every website that you can look at for the new moon or for the full moon this this month, Mm -hmm. which is January 28, 2021 at 2.16 p.m. What time? What time zone? Oh, shit. So I did it for 2.16 p.m. Hilo Hawaii time. But you know what? Let me do this shit the right way. And let me pull up (laughs) Stellarium because I don't want to... Look up at the sky. You know, maybe that's what we should do. Instead of like full moon January, we could go into the like First Nations people. Like this is the winter season, the wolf moon, you know, or the snow moon. Oh, yeah. This is the wolf moon, I think, right? Yeah, that's that's what I'm reading right now. Wolf Moon. Yeah. Here we go. We got the moon in. Yeah, that bitch in Cancer. Full moon in Cancer in the constellation of Cancer, which I do believe follows Vedic. I have some Vedic information that's up. I'm reading this from dharmamalasas.com. January 28th, full moon in Pusha Nakshatra. Nakshatra. It sounds like an insult. Like, what'd you call me? Like, <laughs> that's pretty funny. Nakshatra. Nakshatra. I like it when you say that. Whatever yeah. it is you're saying. I, that's I why like I it. said it. That's why I said it six times. We are again <laughs> blessed with the moon in Pusha Nakshatra, the same constellation we started the year off with. Pusha is the nakshatra of nourishment and nurturing. Okay, that's very cancer. Nourishment, nurturing. Um, It grants success and spiritual growth. This makes it particularly auspicious for starting new business ventures, like a product Mm. launch or a business launch in general, as well as sales, trade, asking for a loan. It's a light nakshatra, which means it's a good time for traveling or starting a journey. Pusha is a healing nakshatra and offers itself for healing work, receiving treatments of most kinds. 
It is possibly the best time for doing spiritual work like meditating and performing rituals like setting up an altar or doing puja or other religious spiritual ceremonies. All activities will be supported by this full moon. Thank you, Dharma Malasas, for your full moon snapshot. Oh, right on. That was way more positive than any of the Western shit I read. Yeah. Well, okay. So I did look up the stuff for Western. So, okay. So according to Stellarmium, Stellarmium, Mm. (laughs) according to Stellarium, uh, we got the moon in Cancer, the sun in Capricorn, Mercury in Capricorn, Venus in Sag, Mars in Aries, Jupiter and Saturn in Capricorn, Uranus in Aries, Neptune in Aquarius, and Pluto in Sag. It's okay. It's definitely Capricorn heavy. A little bit of Sagittarius. That's what we're working with. Astronomically, Astronomically. According to constellations. Yeah. You know, what you were saying earlier about Western going off of signs, not about constellations, going off more of like the actual calendar. You know, I've read that a million times and I never understood it until you said it Mm. at the beginning of this conversation. Mm. So I appreciate that. The only issue that I personally as myself have with that is Mm. that they are going off of the Gregorian calendar. Someone made it to where the entire world (laughs) is like, on course with like yeah it's tuesday <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's tuesday ain't it you know what i mean like it's mm-hmm. how how is there how'd you get the entire world to be like yeah we can get down with the seven day week thing i mean because there are definitely a lot of things about life that don't feel natural to me like paying taxes and shit you know <laughs> but like <laughs> this is so unnatural it is dude like rubbing my feet in the dirt that feels natural mm. paying money on money that i already <laughs> paid to pay money on does not feel natural <laughs> like, <laughs> rubbing my feet in the dirt versus paying yeah taxes. yeah you know what i'm saying like there's you know like eating turnips <laughs> straight out of the ground with dirt still on them that feels natural mm-hmm. you know but like having to pay for water feels weird <laughs> like who am i paying for this water <laughs> like how the fuck did we all get here yeah bitch we're far from the source i get it and i appreciate your yeah desire for things to be natural and organic you know vedic is going off of the sky a bit more mm-hmm. but vedic still doesn't go into the other it doesn't talk about how there's only six degrees to scorpio you know and as opposed like, to yeah, ophiuchus okay. is that what you're talking yeah. about yeah Mm-hmm. Yes, you know I'm never going to not talk about Ophiuchus again, right? Like, <laughs> I will always bring up any chance this bitch gets. Oh, you know, so Ophiuchus takes up way more of the sign area or of the constellation area than Scorpio does. So Vedic is also isn't going off of what's actually going on in the sky to the degrees. Both of these are not going off of lunar months or the lunar mm-hmm. calendar. We're not going off of that. We made these months that are we're meant to, I'm pretty sure that the whole reason that we did this in a 12-month cycle was to have quarters for taxes. This is all about money. <laughs> this is like, this yeah. Is back to taxes, the unnatural thing. I'm telling you, Rachel, <laughs> it's not right. Back to our previous moon conversation, a lot of what fuels and perpetuates this entire system is belief, you know? So regardless mm-hmm. of its foundations for tax purposes or seasonal purposes, <laughs> or auspiciously tracking the stars and finding out that, in fact, there is some relationship to our planet and our species and what's happening above in the stars. Like, there is something. And it has been, like, I think, exercised and cultivated for thousands of years. I guess 2,000 years, to be exact. Maybe a little bit longer. Yeah. Um, 
And I do believe we are in a season, one in season, season of the stars, like that whole planetary shift of um, Jupiter and Saturn, like at the conjunct in the constellation of, according to Stellarium, in the constellation of Capricorn, like this is a big deal, you know, like I mm-hmm. planetarily, that's a big deal. And in our world, it's no coincidence that we're in a fucking pandemic time. <laughs> like, you can't really, <laughs> yeah. you, know, you, you can't deny that, okay, there might be a correlation. You know, how we mm-hmm. interpret it and what tools we use to try and decipher. I think some of them might be really outdated. Western might be really outdated. And we're just like that slow to evolve, you know, or like consciously we have yeah. to like rise up and accelerate to like, oh, this tool could also be used for this, or, whoa, there's these other tools here that are available. You know, like, I'm not exactly mm-hmm. certain what that process looks like, but I don't know, bitch. Should we just start, is, is cosmic cooking where we just start our own astrology? Do we just fuck it? That's and like- honestly, that's kind of what I think, it, that's what makes the most sense to me, to be honest <laughs> with you. Like, I, so, I know, I know. I'm, no, it's I'm, just I'm like, into I, it. I'm ready to play, just, you know? Honestly, I think so. And and here's why. Because I know I mentioned this last week. It's all good and well to learn about a system that, you know, I would say 90% of the Western world uses. There is something about trying to lie to myself and convince myself that this shit is true when I know that there is something more, you know? Okay. And I just, okay. whatever reason, I can't do it. I don't want to okay. do it. I can I can do it. I don't want to. So yeah. if we're if we're starting our own new system, I guess that's what we're doing. <laughs> okay, so here's my idea about this. I think we should talk a little bit about Western. After the first new moon of January, we talked about having cosmic cooking be like, oh, more than two, less than four. We talk about Stellarium and like where the stars are, where the planets are. We talk about Vedic and what they're saying about the moon, and then we talk about Western. So it fits that three mold. Welcome to Cosmic Cooking. I mean, I'm totally down to fuck it all and start with you. Like the the three is like you, me, and like the planets and like Stellarium. And we just go off of like our intuition. We go off of what Stellarium says is where. And we just talk about like what is alive in us and like what we believe to be coming up for the upcoming moon, you know, and we yeah. just start tracking shit and we just see what happens. I mean, I'm open. I'm open to the experiment, you know? Yeah, I'm good with that. We could uh, just journal our lives really heavily for the next couple months. Okay. And see how these and things track. kind of we play just, out. We track the moon and we just track, I think, again, our intuition. And I really mm-hmm. like the idea of in hindsight, like, okay, so we record, like, let's do, you know, three months worth of moons. And then we can mm-hmm. look back and see what Western was saying, what Vedic was saying, and like what we were saying. And do we have any correlation or are we all just fucking mad? You know, like, have we all just, yeah. it, you know, I'm into it. I'm into that too. Yeah. Cause I just like, I don't know. I just feel this like massive drop off with Western for whatever reason. I'm just like, meh. Like, like, <laughs> and I feel terrible because I know that there are things about Western that do ring true. I think we're, we're coming into a full moon. So that's kind of completion. I feel like we've done our due diligence of like, okay, got a shit ton of books, like learn some things. We've got a little bit of like knowledge under our belts, but now let's just dive into like 
let's dive into ourselves, you know, and dive into our experience and like dive into our relationship with the moon. Mm -hmm. Even if we just get into like moon phases and what's going on in our world, some revelations will come up. Did some homework on the Western full moon and Leo and everything too, because I wanted to see like what everything was saying, right? What the Western side is saying with the full moon, it squares Mars and is opposite Jupiter, right? Which is relating to like anger management and lack of self-control and like needing to use self-control to harness like the like drive, you know what I mean? Because we're just like kind of like sitting and fuming right now, but the moon apparently is supposed to join an uh, quote-unquote aggressive Mars-like fixed star, which is the asteroid Hygieia. It's the god of medicine. So it's where we get the word hygiene from. Mm. Her kind of like, uh, I don't know, avatar, I guess, would be like medical caduces, the snake, you mm-hmm. know, around the staff. Yep, yep, yep. That's, sure that, that's a symbol for Hygieia. Okay. So Hygieia rules over specifically preventative medicine and preventative wellness not vaccines you mean um, well i mean actually it's preventative medicine usually how to care for the physical and mental bodies to avoid illness Mm. as opposed to curing illness once it's it's occurred it's happened Mm. so that's where we get like hygiene even though hygiene is a little more specific more more so the stuff that gets overlooked like getting a full night of sleep and drinking enough water for your body and getting enough calories for your body and the things that we overlook to to keep ourselves running. One of the people that I was, that I got this, you know, excerpt from about Hygieia, they sound at least really worried about this virus because that's where most of this came from. Like some sources, they won't talk about any of the shit that's happening right now. And you're almost like, did you, do you even know what's happening? Because like Mm -hmm. you haven't talked about anything, you know? Mm -hmm. But then some people are like, oh, this is directly related to the presidency. And it's like, well, that you can leave that up to interpretation. You know, we don't really know what that's about, really. Yeah. We know what you're about now, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, and then of course, like Hygieia has different effects in different areas and different houses and different signs. So it, right now it's in Leo because the moon's in Leo. It kind of brings it to more or, or taking this stressful energy and making and fueling it into more artistic outlets. You know Creativity. what I mean? Creativity, um, more emphasis on like leisurely activities, think ways to to um, release stress, or taking a more creative uh, outlet with an emphasis on like building strategy. What's your most um, creative outlet for stress that you have? Glass blowing, hundred percent. You will find a way if you allow your that creativity to flow through you. You will find a way to let that creativity flow into everything you do. And you will be creative about your creativity. You will find a way to release that stress. There's art and creativity in anything. I mean, like, you know, you don't, you don't have to be a painter or a sculptor or a glassblower to do art. Yeah, so that, that Hygieia in Leo and the Hygieia in the eighth house have different effects because that's, I, I put, I got the eighth house from um, going into astrolibrary.org and putting in the birth time, place, everything like that, making it as though the you moon, know, was the moon is a baby. Yes. Love it, baby. bitch. Damn, that's good. That was your idea. That was your idea. Yeah, but so I didn't all, do it. All I the credit. Go through on that. <laughs> The moon is mm. in Leo in the 8th house. Hygieia is in Leo in the 8th house. So I'll read these little teeny tiny excerpts for you. Hygieia in Leo 
gives this kind of effect. So the individuals redirect stressful energy into our artistic pursuits. Health can feel like a game one is winning or losing based on access to leisure and activities. These may include art, music, comedy, spending time with children or animals, or playing sports that have greater emphasis on strategy rather than fighting spirit. Their downfalls are vices like gambling or binging mindless entertainment. While they feel good in the moment, these quick fixes often create more problems than they solve. So that's the effect in Leo. So um, my son, according to Western astrology, is Leo in the eighth house, which is exactly where this thing is. So I think both of these things somehow can apply to my Western stuff, right? So in the eighth house, we have, while sex seems like the obvious activity here, it's not peer release that this individual needs. Facing fears helps their immune system thrive. When they take risks, they feel powerful. And when they feel powerful, they feel healthy. Sensitive mm-hmm. souls, these individuals are subject to paranoia, like shadow boxing, imaginary health scares. Trusting mm-hmm. their intuition sinks the mind-body connection and their well-being falls into place. What to be aware of, safety first. So these two things, reading this, I feel like this resonates really heavily with me, mm-hmm. right? Because we have the artistic section in the Leo mm-hmm. and we yeah. have the whole feeling or taking risks and, and facing adversity to feel powerful and feel healthy. Mm-hmm. And these are two things that I heavily identify with. There you go, bitch. So that's what brings a little bit of validity to <laughs> Western astrology for me is stuff like that, because mm-hmm. that can be seen as vague. Like a lot of people may feel more powerful Mm. when they take risks and feel healthy when they take risks, you know, and could be classified as sensitive souls or could say these individuals are subject to paranoia. And Mm -hmm. at the moment, who isn't subject to paranoia right now? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I looked up a couple Western things and it was definitely saying like, it's going to be, I mean, I use the word intense because that's a nice, easy, overarching word for a lot of the like I think recklessness and anger was something that I read. For Western astrology, I'll go to Astrology King for most of my information. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that if he's always been doing this or she, even though it says Astrology King, it could be a bitch. I don't know. But (coughs) Astrology King is doing a lot of explanation around what's happening in the sky. Like I think Mm -hmm. the past two or three moons, he has said the sign of Leo is actually in the constellation of Cancer. You know, and this is where we talked about this in a moon episode before, and it was like, fuck, what does this mean? And I'm pretty sure it was the constellation of Gemini. Like the sign was in Sagittarius and the constellation was Gemini, even though we were in, you know, something like this. But anyways, I feel like we're doing it right. You know what I mean? Like our revelation of like, what the fuck? Western's a Mm -hmm. lie, you know, slash this idea that now we understand like the sign is different than the constellation. And this website is actually reflecting that exact language. You know what I mean? Like he is. Oh, Astrology King? Yeah, Astrology King actually. I'm, says, a, I'm actually on that too. So look at when and he says full moon stars, he says full moon January yeah. 2021. So he's also referencing the month. Like this to me is. And a Stellarium. And look Stellarium. At this guy. Yeah, he's got a picture of Cancer. Oh, yeah, he's fucking of Cancer. Stellarium. Holy shit, I didn't even yeah. see that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah. So Western astrology, Hygieia, full moon is square Mars and opposite Jupiter. There's a lot going on there. Yeah. And yeah. Astrology King is talking about there is a danger, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think this is super intense and you know, there's a lot of like potential for hurt feelings and embarrassments and accidents and injury. It's, yeah, feeling, um, what is it, getting uh, over-defensive when someone's trying to convey their hurt feelings and resulting in meanness. <sighs> I'm kind of mind-fucked at the moment with all this stuff. Yeah. You know? 
I don't know. It's a lot to look at in myself. Mm. So that's really what's been coming up for me was just this like going internal Mm. in in terms of like, what, what are my beliefs? Are they truly organic beliefs or are they just, am I just wanting to believe in something? How much denial am I in, in any direction at all? Mm -hmm. Like how much Mm -hmm. denial am I in? How much, how diluted am I? What are the things that have programmed me into thinking the way that I do? Am I rejecting Mm -hmm. those or is that rejection just part of my programming? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I've got all these fucking Vedic books. I've got all these Western books. I have like 75 books in my room. (laughs) I've got books about planets and I've opened up and read like seven pages. I've looked at a shit ton of pictures. (laughs) I've gone to some websites, but for me, it's really about talking to the people and it's become a little overwhelming and daunting. Like, okay, so just learning Western alone was going to be this huge undertaking. And now I'm throwing Vedic Mm -hmm. in the mix too. Okay. Wow. School just got like huge. Infinite. (laughs) Yeah. Infinite school. Because you can't just stop with Vedic and Western. Right. This whole, you know, like Vedic and Western are checkpoints. Right. Now there's like Tibetan and there's Chinese and there's Judaic, like there's all these other systems. And it's like, (sighs) we haven't even gone down to the Southern hemisphere. Like, (laughs) (laughs) no, we're like talking Eastern, Western. We're not talking about Mayan astrology. Mm. You know, we're not talking Mm -hmm. about anything going on in any part of massive ass Africa. Right. <laughs> at any point in time you you have to be something crazy if you think that those people weren't looking at the stars you know what i'm saying like there's they, <laughs> yep we got pyramids in egypt y'all okay <laughs> yeah we haven't even touched on that stuff we've only touched about things that we've been you know fortunate enough to be able to get a book on or two you know or find a youtube channel on or maybe right. watch a, a fucking 24 year old podcast on or something you know what i mean like we only have the information that we have the information on. We do, we're missing so much. You hear that, we guys? That. We only have the information that we have the information on. Say that three times. How, <laughs> how profound was that? <laughs> I see bumper stickers. I see t-shirts. Bitch, yeah. you are on to something. You are on. You are right. I'm getting that as a tattoo. The right entrepreneur spirit is alive and under your nakshatra. You're right. I encourage you. Help us on this journey as we continue to go through it. Call the space line, 707-780-2266. Let's learn about the full wolf moon. Space Chord. Space Chord. Inspired by our natal chart and sinistry readings of Britney Spears, Space Chord will now utilize Britney's Gimme More in our moon introductions. All credit and thanks goes to Britney Spears and her constituents.